0: Here's today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. The White House says its regulatory reform efforts saved $23 billion in fiscal 2018. Agencies issued 176 deregulatory actions, eliminating 12 regulations for every new one. Among the deregulatory actions were VA's expansion of telehealth services and HHS reducing paperwork for nursing facilities and other healthcare providers. The EPA rolls out its newest regulatory and deregulatory agenda. More now from Tom Temen in today's management report.
1: EPA in 2019 plans to propose rules that would ease automobile mileage standards and give electric utilities more room on greenhouse gas emissions. It would also trim back the Obama-era definition of the term waters of the United States. EPA says it will propose new rules for perchlorate in drinking water and strengthen lead dust standards. In all, EPA plans 30 deregulatory actions in the coming year. I'm Tom Temen.
0: The Merit Systems Protection Board may face another first in a few months, a board with no members. It's already lacked a quorum for a record 22 months, and MSPB says Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee staff have said they're not planning to act on all three of the president's nominees before the year ends. The confirmation process would have to start over completely next year. This year's accomplishments by agency watchdogs are recognized. The Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency, or SIGI, hosts its 21st annual award ceremony. The group made seven awards, including one to Veterans Affairs Department's IG office. It ran an ethics investigation on former VA Secretary David Shulkin's travel to Europe. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein praised IG staffs for rooting out fraud, waste and abuse. Employees with the Veterans Benefits Administration get updated training to make better benefits determinations on military sexual trauma. Undersecretary for Benefits Paul Lawrence says all claims processors are required to take the new training by the end of the month. This comes after the Veterans Affairs Department's Inspector General says VBA wrongly denied hundreds of veterans post-traumatic stress disorder benefits because employees were poorly trained on military sexual trauma. GSA is to finally bring more transparency to its schedule contracts.
2: The General Services Administration is starting to lift the veil of secrecy around its $35 billion schedules program. The agency launches the GSA first eBuy pilot. The one-year test case will be with GSA's Office of Internal Acquisition and the Federal Acquisition Services Region 7 for agency-funded procurements. Through the pilot, GSA will analyze the benefits of providing industry with a public view of its internal opportunities posted after contract award on eBuy. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Getting a better handle on its data could save the Postal Service millions of dollars a year. That's been the case recently with its Office of Inspector General. A 50-person team there now uses data analytics tools to catch fraudulent payments auditors might miss. The group prevented over $100 million in improper payments last year by combing through billing from contractors. It uncovered more than $125 million in fraud from contractors doing custodial services. The National Guard is gearing up a new kind of soldier, Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports.
3: The National Guard is looking for people to fill spots in its first Security Force Assistance Brigade. The Army created the Assistance Brigades earlier this year as a way to provide combat advisory roles in developing countries, so that more traditional brigade combat teams can focus on near-peer competitors like China and Russia. There are five active duty brigades and one National Guard Brigade. Soldiers who join the brigade will attend military advisory training at Fort Benning, Georgia, to receive cultural and language education. I'm Scott Masioni.
0: And the Air Force is sending teams to meet the 11,000 people displaced from Tyndall Air Force Base by Hurricane Michael. The teams are trying to assess the cost of reassignment and relocation. The Hurricane left all but two of the base's hangars unusable, and Air Force engineers are currently reviewing the status of the F-22s on base. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.